Oh, sick. Let's do it. Got it. Ooh, we'll do the honors. Man, this has been a long time. What's up, good fighters? Coming at your connection, intention, and purpose, baby. Ooh, like riding a bike. It is just like riding a bike. You're right, man. That, well, it, it, that felt good. It did feel good. My soul became invigorated with that. I needed that myself, too. I'm not going to lie. Do you know Yo. what? Go yeah. ahead. No, you go. Okay. Well, you know, I was just going to say, man, you know, it's been a little bit of a hiatus, not intentional by any means, but just a combination of technological difficulty on my end where I lost a computer and have been trying to revive Frankenstein's Alienware computer that I have here and uh, finally got it up and running. And at the same time, you know, schedules have been a little bit more uh, full. Hey. good. Technological decline, but we have, um, what would you say, life advances and successes. For sure. That caused, caused the good fighters to maybe not miss out. Not Miss out's not the right word. Just coming back with some, some heat um, here for a little bit. So, but guys, um, Dude, I mean, even you and I, it's been a while since we've been able to really talk on the phone for uh, for a good bit, too. Yeah. You just finished phase three. Work. Yeah. Man. Live hard, complete. feel like I just won the World Series. <laughs> you did something cooler than that. It's true. What, uh, I mean, I've got a lot of questions behind that, and I'm sure there's going to be other ones, too, that kind of come up. Um. And that, that's kind of today, I think, a good place to reconnect and talk about and just have as like a, a, a focal point for a conversation. So with Live Hard, can you kind of explain that for everybody that may not understand exactly what Live Hard entails, especially phase three? Yeah. Um, well, you guys have heard us talk a lot about 75 Hard. That is kind of the bread and butter when it when it comes to Andy Frisella's um, brainchild i guess you could say in terms of creating mental toughness discipline grit pretty much everything you want out of your life um, that would breed success starts with that core component of 75 hard that he created where it's 75 consecutive days of two workouts one being outside both for 45 minutes reading 10 pages of some type of self-development book um, drinking gallon of water a day no cheat meals, no alcohol, picking a diet for that 75 days that you stay consistent with, and then also uh, a gallon of water. Did I say that already? You did. Which one I didn't But it's important, so you said it twice. Picture. There you go. Picture is the last one. So that's 75 hours, and you do that for 75 days to complete that. But he took it a step further and created Live Hard Program, which entails three other different phases that – at its core, all of them contain the 75 hard requirements. Um, but phase one adds in other elements. Phase two is exactly like 75 hard. And then phase three is like, I don't know, um, the finale, but also just entails a lot more to a different degree. Um, and what phase three has, it has that core elements of 75 hard plus you need to do 
three other critical tasks for your day. You need to have a conversation with a stranger. You need to have a random act of kindness. And let me just double check to make sure I'm not missing anything here. You also need to have, uh, if I can figure out what it is. What else, Dr. Nash? Uh, cold, five minutes I mean, cold, cold shower. shower. Put up cold shower. Uh, your three additional powerless things. Yep, those are the three additional tasks. Oh, you said that, okay. Um, um, I feel like I should definitely know this off the top of my head considering how long I did it. Where's my deleted photos? It's a lot, guys. It's a lot. Because you're ultimately completing a... Visualization? Is that in the mix? Visualization was not in phase three, surprisingly. Um, that one actually did take me a lot by surprise. Because I thought it was for sure, but it ended up not being. Um, all that to say, though, with everything in phase three, it was kind of... Uh, oh. The other part of phase three is it has to be completed 30 days prior to you completing 75 hard of the year before. So for instance, I started 75 hard on August 18th, 2021. So then I could not start phase three until 30 days of that in 2022. So all in all, two 45-minute workouts, one must be outdoors, five-minute cold shower, eight critical powerless tasks, which five of those is what includes 75 parts, so it's actually just three additional ones. No alcoholic cheat meals, random act of kindness, 10 pages, follow a diet, progress pick, one gallon of water, and then a conversation with a stranger. That entails phase three to cap off live hard. If you failed at phase three, it's not like phase one or phase two, where you can just kind of restart that and maybe you have a buffer. If you fail phase three, you fail the entire live hard thing. So all in all, 165 days of developing mental fortitude, grit, discipline out of 365 and man, feeling great. You look great too, man. Thanks, you buddy. did carnivore, which is like, uh, not for of, this, out of... not for phase three. I switched it up. Oh, you did? Yes. I I did I did maybe 75 to 95% carnivore though. I just added back in coffee and potatoes. <laughs> Which is not rightfully so. Um, but carnivore I did for phase two. For phase three, I did add in I switched it up because normally my diet prior to maybe 75 hard in general would have consisted of maybe like potatoes for both lunch and dinner. And um, for phase three, I did basically like I would do a carnivore dinner and then a mostly carnivore style lunch other than potatoes. And then I would add coffee back in. Um, it was a little bit more sustainable for me, if that makes sense. Like I really wanted to hone in on phase three, like, okay, what can I carry from phase three diet wise? that I could easily just transition into like what I want my life to look like. Yeah, for and that's, sure. That's basically what I decided to do in terms of phase three, picking a diet wasn't anything that was, you know, I took the best elements out of all of mine. Like, so for 75 hard, I think I did 
paleo style, yep. zero, absolutely zero sugars, even zero artificial sugars, which was phenomenal. Phase one, same thing, pretty much. I think I, I think I, I might have added in artificial sweeteners from that time. Phase two, pure, purely carnivore, or I guess more animal based. So, honey, cheese, meat, squashes. Um, and that was like its core. And then for phase three, I did primarily a mixture between phase two where I did carnivore slash animal based and then just added in some coffee and um, potatoes. Because for phase two, I did not do any potatoes, didn't do any coffee, which, you know, I liked. I I, I felt good without coffee. I just love the freaking taste of coffee, to be honest. <laughs> so, <laughs> Especially if you make it right. Yeah. If you're getting that oh, good dude. stuff, which is there's a huge difference between getting like Folgers and getting like some legit... Oh. You know how it is. I mean, being in Davenport, Iowa, right? They, exactly. They got the red band that holds the standard, man. So it's uh, you know, yeah, there's other things that I left with with from Iowa, but coffee capital, I would consider Davenport, Iowa, to be up there. Which most people would not consider I or Davenport, Iowa, to be coffee. Capital. Never, never. I'm not gonna lie though. Three nine two is definitely I a do. good competitor. I do like 392. I think I just got the wrong style of coffee when I went there. I don't like tomato-based, tomato-y style coffees very much. Okay. I think I got it while I was there. You got to get their nitro cold brew if you ever get a chance because that, 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 that'll that change it up for you. For nitro sure. cold brew. I'm a freaking sucker for anything nitro cold brew. Any place I go that's new, I, I, I'm split because I'm like, I really want to pour over. If they have pour over, I probably automatically get that if it's a good right. style bean. But then if it's nitro, game over, dude. That, so that determines if you're quality or not, to be honest. It really does. No doubt. Because if you have a tomato-y nitro cold, you, that's nasty. <laughs> you're just jacking it up at that point. <laughs> yeah. Give me something dark smooth like like a gold velvet, bro. <laughs> yeah, that liquid gold velvet. Liquid gold uh-huh. velvet. That's, that's yes, exactly sir. what nitro cold brew should taste like in your mouth. Liquid gold velvet. I've never heard it put that way, but that fits very well. I like it. So yeah, you you completed live hard, bro. And that's, um, I guess one question I had personally is, is there any, not necessarily advice, but anything that if you had a, what day, what day did you finish? It was what last week, Mm -hmm. two weeks ago. Yeah. About five ish days ago, maybe. Okay. So five, if you had a time machine for, 36 days and you could go back and give yourself a piece of information to take into live or into phase three, what would that be? If any, and if not, cool. Yeah. It's, it's hard because, you know, at that point in phase three, you go into it with the mindset of balls to the wall. You know, you don't have a slack. You don't have any slack. Like there's just your, your, but by the time you get done with phase two and you know, you're so close, you're like, why would I compromise anything at this point? For sure. And I don't feel like I compromised anything. I left it all on the field, which I'm super proud to say that I did that. Um, Even just thinking about that makes me a little emotional to be honest, Um, which is 
weird because it's not like again like this huge it is a huge task but you know it's not like a life changing it is a life changing man i don't know how to describe it you know but um i think I, I think if i could go back and give any advice it would just be like i might have wanted to dive deeper into those conversations with strangers a little bit more and I did my best to do that without seeming like a creep. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. But I think that that was something that was more. That was the hardest part for me was the conversations with a stranger. Because I didn't want it to be this thing I just checked off the list. I wanted it to, to matter. And I wanted it to be something that I not only felt encouraged by that conversation but the person that i talked to felt noticed and valued and i if honestly if there were a couple um stipulations that i made for myself that what constituted as a conversation with a stranger because andy for i mean he talks about it's not just like hey how you doing mm -hmm. it's it's past that and i had to always ask their name and if i didn't ask their name then we would we had our conversation had to be so good that i just forgot and those were kind of like my stipulations. Otherwise, I would go out and try to do it again and beat that conversation. And that was the hardest because you go through this, you you go through this like, oh, I'll wait. I'll wait to do that. I'll wait to, you know, go when I do it at the grocery store or something like that. But when the opportunity presents, you just have to go after it. For and sure. Even if it's freaking weird, there would be times when I'm like, what the frig am I talking about? <laughs> but yeah. I didn't I didn't care though because I was so focused on all right, I gotta do this. I want to check this off, but I also really want this person to be heard and valued and at the same time feel like I got their name afterwards. So it's not just uh oh this dude's just talking because he's a wackadoo, you know, like he actually cares. Yeah. So um that was hard. And too, what made it difficult is sometimes the only time that I would do that would be I'd be in the gym and I'm not really like, I don't mind talking to people in the gym, but it's, you know, some people are there and they're not to talk. Right. right yeah. They're not trying to talk, but if that's the only thing that I have, like, you know, you had to make it count and it would be like, it's, it's, um, it's hard. So. Yeah. I think it's, and that's nice with <clears throat> what we do. There's a lot of parallels that always, I think with 75 hard, love hard that the, the discipline you get, it translates to whatever your passions are and really kind of yeah. <clears throat> whatever your ambitions are too. So being a chiropractor, I think there's a lot of parallels between love hard and 75 hard, more specifically in this case, forming a connection with somebody that you have no prior uh, knowledge of. You don't yeah. really, I mean, there's really no, uh, nothing tethering you to like them and them to you other yeah. than the fact that you're looking to provide value through a conversation to this person. Right. Um, and ultimately just uh, love on somebody through a conversation, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, and you know, for us, I still think that there's a component to like for us, we come from a background where eh, we kind of do that a decent amount anyway. when somebody comes into the practice, that's new um, just different scenarios. We're talking to people. We don't have any context of who they are. Right. We're, people from different backgrounds that might not be as socially inclined 
that could be like literally the hardest task out of all the phases and all of 75 hard is that right there dude that that was difficult when you did meet somebody that would have like a brick wall appearance and trying to break down that brick wall because you just could tell that they didn't they didn't really want to have a conversation and you're like no <laughs> oh we're having doing this conversation with you yeah man and then <laughs> and then ultimately you get in a conversation with a person like i had this conversation with this this 17 year old kid that was working at this meat market over here um, at the grocery store by our by our office and that was one of the conversations that i remember the most because like this kid he's working hard in this freaking butcher shop in the grocery store and he's got this weird like 30 year old almost 30 year old dude talking to him about his life because he's playing baseball and stuff and it's just like but he made it a very entertaining conversation and it was just fun to connect with him even though like you said there's nothing tying us together other than me buying a steak you know like that would be the only the only thing which most people are like hey give me my steak and then i'm gonna go but i you know and I still remember that conversation. So it, it, it's a very fulfilling process to go through in phase three when you're having these conversations with people. And like you said, I'm I'm very comfortable with that now because we see patients all the time. So it wasn't like it was like a problem for me to talk to people, but it wasn't when it wasn't at, at an inopportune time. And to make that valuable was tricky, you know? Right. And Saturdays and Sundays, when a lot of times you might be chilling at your house, you had to take advantage of the times that came. And like you, like I said, you can't slack. And what was good too is, you know, me and my son, we we walked every morning for our first, uh, the first workout. We do a walk, run, burpees, whatever. And there were a few times when um, we passed by the mire that's by our place. And I walked past the individual that greets us in mire. Mm-hmm. almost every day or close to for a long time never knew her never met her never said anything to her other than like hey thanks for you know hi bye whatever the typical stuff and I had a conversation with her and it was awesome and getting outside of your comfort zone in that way when it's an inopportune time and maybe somebody that you normally wouldn't connect with was a fulfilling thing very fulfilling yeah hell yeah and also when you're connecting your community like dude it just creates a ripple effect yeah uh you don't know how something you say do today might affect some lives and millions tomorrow right oh yeah you don't know what you could be doing for somebody by having a a meaningful conversation seeing somebody for who they are yeah you know it's actually cool i think about that a lot and then i also think about the days that I was out there at 6 a.m. picking up trash around our neighborhood, I've never seen anybody pick up trash around our neighborhood before. And it's littered because we have like the Myers right there. There's a hospital. Mm. There's, there's like a Taco Bell and a couple other places. And there's just trash everywhere all the time. And I've I cleaned up trash maybe like half the time. And I've never seen anybody pick up trash out there. And so far, I've seen one to two times other people picking up trash out there. Sweet. And I don't know. I don't know if that's because of me. I have no idea. Could be reticular activating system. Bro, I'm saying if that's what it is, dude, I was pumped up when I saw people out there picking up trash. Hell yeah, you were. Yeah. It was freaking sick. Just because, like, that's 
in in me doing that, I you you just get a different sense of pride for where you're at too. Like now, every time I pass trash on the street, and this was like kind of a hard line that I had to go through in chiropractic school. I'm like a germaphobe by nature, okay. but you know, I, I love germs at the same time. Based on what we know, you appreciate germs. I appreciate germs. And I hate touching trash with like my bare hands. Like most of the time I would have a latex glove or something. And, uh, but now if I pass trash, like I have to, I have to pick it up because it irritates the crap out of me when I see yeah. trash on the ground. It doesn't matter what it is, unless it's like a needle, which I did pick up a few times actually. Um, when I was out, I don't know. I think they were like more glucose needles or anything. They weren't like crack. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I ever told you, uh, maybe I did. But it was probably like during like fifth or sixth try at Palmer. Lay mm. and I went out to the interstate by in Palmer by it's kind of by Dr. Malley's, I guess. It's close to like that movie theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just picked up trash in the ditch there. Nice. And obviously, like it's the interstate, so you found so much shit there. Mm-hmm. Um, the amount of like styrofoam out there, and just like how hard it is to really get all that up, is just ridiculous. Like oh. the fact that that's still like a a, a tool to store and ship things for what it is for a single use is really ridiculous plastics styrofoam yeah yeah bro all that stuff man i'd say the funny like i don't know like it's more it's not like it's off the wall but like the funniest thing i guess we found is like a literally like a full ass like two foot bong <laughs> so I was oh, like, oh, somebody shit. just ditched it, or did yeah, they... somebody just yeeted that thing out the window, I guess, or something. Because yeah, they saw the cop behind him. They said, "Nope." Yeah, well, it's like, all right, that dude just threw a big piece of glass out the window. That's way, yeah. You know, I don't know. I mean, catching with a paraphernalia and a lettering charge. I don't know. That's did you find anything like that? You, I don't know, valuable or fun, interesting. Yeah, interesting. I would say. No, I don't think so. Other than needles? Other than the needle, that was pretty much it, yeah. Okay, cool. A lot of Taco Bell trash. Yeah, which is, honestly. Which is tempting because I freaking love Taco Bell. Now, I haven't had Taco Bell in a long time, but it still tempts me like crazy. And I still remember <laughs> I still remember listening to Andy Purcell on one of his um, – this was before we started 75 Hard. And he was like – he was talking about something that he loved that was just like not good for him. And he was like, now when I pass by that place, I'm like, F you, whatever it was. Yeah, so yeah, I remember yeah. in my mind passing by Taco Bell on that like first week of 75 part. And I was like, F you Taco Bell. They don't need you. <laughs> <laughs> and now I pass by Taco Bell all the time. I pick up their trash, bro. And I throw it in the way in their dumpster. And like, yeah, it's still tempting, but it's just, you're a completely different individual. So I don't need, I don't know the last time I had Taco Bell, but yeah for sure get to another level so right on that was empowering in itself that was probably the funniest thing i was just like i'm just picking up the trash and i'm like i still remember back to like that first week and i'm like that's what you talk about what's uh so since you finished phase three what's been the the follow-up after phase three so the follow-up has been like what's my daily routine like yeah what are you doing right now um honestly the same stuff like that that was my main focus going to phase three is like how can i create this to be the most sustainable thing that i would want my life to look like how do i create consistency in my daily life to produce success 
because, you know, you build up yourself so much and you see the physical changes, but then your mental changes too. And I was like, how can I continue to carry this on? So, I mean, I'm still doing most of the time two workouts. Um, I started running more and actually Tuesday sprint, two day sprints. I talked to you about that. Um, yeah. up, up the hill have been one of my favorite things. I'm still pretty, I'm still doing that. Um, so you're not doing 75 hard for the anniversary. I'm not. No. Okay. Yeah. But be, no, I'm not doing for the anniversary, but I am for lack of better things doing it. Yeah, for time. sure. Yeah. Um, so the workouts are pretty much the same reading is still the same. I've, I transitioned from purely reading to <laughs> putting in work when it comes to physiology. I got a giant freaking medical physiology book to study up on. I just want to grow as a doc. Yeah. I grow as a person and whatever was going to produce that and continue to work through that, that was going to be the thing I was going to try, strive to do. Um, I still have conversations with strangers. They are not as specific, I guess, as you could say. Yeah. Um, I basically finished my book, which was freaking sick. Sick. So that's been dope. So now I'm just kind of going through finishing that up. But yeah, bro, what life looks like now is just consistency that's been like my whole, my whole thing that I've, that I think that I've struggled with with a long time is just consistency. And so now I feel like I'm at a place where I've found what works for me to stay consistent and to just keep that up. And that just kind of runs through my head. So. Beautiful dude. That's, I will be, uh, participating in phase three. Coming up here in about a week. Yeah, so, a week and a couple of days. Yeah, so I'm excited for sure. I mean, it is kind of like the culmination of the last year of dedication and uh, discipline. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I really like how you put it, that it's in a way that you want to be sustain- sustainable with it, not necessarily just checking boxes to get it done. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I think that's a component that it's easy to – do that and look at it in that light like well if i just like grind you know mentality wise grind through this 30 days put my head down and just get it done which there's some definite uh respect behind even just having the capacity to do that in itself yeah but to have the intentions of making sustainable that's a whole different beast so i really appreciate you for that dude yeah man Um, yeah we will be having a good fighters in person episode, maybe even two Bro, coming up here. Because yeah, uh, you're going to be here in town next week, man. That's already that's crazy. That's coming up already. Yeah, so, dude, I I can't freaking wait to see, you, man. And just I was I was telling Doctor Nash this because he'll be starting. You're starting phase three that day. Yeah, your first day here. Yep. And I sent you that. Um, that thing with Goggins, right? At the end of the Endure book. Yes. So I sent Dr. Nash, if you haven't had a chance to read Endure by Cameron Haynes, it's a pretty solid book. He talks a lot about David Goggins for a few chapters. And at the end, it's like the afterword or something in there. He talks about doing a spot check. 
And basically what they did, they would go, Cameron Haynes was like visiting Goggins and Goggins like whole, if you know David Goggins, this whole thing was like to mentally break this man, <laughs> even though they're friends, just like <laughs> mentally break him. And uh, he didn't, he didn't end up mentally breaking him, but I sent it to Dr. Nash and I was like, man, I can't wait to just do this. Just be like, Hey, I'm coming into town and just, you know, check up on it. Like what's your lifts like? What's your, that I look forward to that honestly more like, yeah, I look forward to catching a beer with you or like good food. You know how we, we do with food, but yep. um, even that alone, I'm just like, dang, I, I, I look forward to that, my man. And just being able to put in some work with you and, um push ourselves even further into the limit so yeah man um i I really do too i've had marked my calendar for a while so i can't wait yeah and we get to see the new place and you get to see the new uh the new digs bro i can't wait to get sauced up there bro same same i'm looking forward to get sauced up myself man i get i get soft with every weekend i'm very lucky new hands new hands no, for sure. And there's different types of sauce out there, bro. There ain't just one sauce. So, yeah, man. Well, good fighters, you know where to find us. Uh, at the underscore good underscore, underscore fight underscore errs. At Gatesmayor underscore DC. At DC underscore Nash underscore T. Uh, appreciate y'all supporting. Uh, get those rounds in. And, uh, yeah. Until next time. Yes, sir.